Driven Mofos, welcome back to part three of this three-part series on how to get clear with your life purpose and also some of the challenges and the craziness that can happen in life, especially mentally and emotionally, and also in the results that you're probably not getting that you want to get if you don't get clear on your purpose and your values. So anyway, enjoy this episode. If you haven't already done so, please remember to jump across to our YouTube channel, hit that subscribe button as well. I've been adding a bunch more content on our YouTube channel, and it would be awesome to have you on there. I'm going to put out some more trainings, some more tips, tools, and things like that that I haven't shared on this podcast. So please make sure you jump across to the YouTube channel as well. Hit that subscribe button, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I share mindset, lifestyle, and business hacking tips tools and some painful lessons along my journey from growing my businesses and also working with some of the top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and professional athletes. If you really want to get clear on your purpose, you have to understand your values first. The clearer you get on your values, the easier it is to understand your purpose. And what I've found after working with tens of thousands of people over the years and having you know all these people come to our Thrive Time event is what will happen is because of the implanted values of others, it's created such a smokescreen that even the first time you work on getting clear with your purpose and your values, normally they'll still be distorted. Okay, It's almost like cleaning a shower screen or a screen in your shower, like the glass screen. If it's got soap scum all over it and you just wipe it with your hand, it's still really hard to see out of. And the more that you scrub it, the easier it is to see out of. The more you keep working on yourself, the easier it is to see with clarity what your direction is in life, which is also the reason why most people that I've ever worked with and ever studied who are some of the most successful people on the planet consistently learn. Why? Because the more you learn about something, the more you remove the soap scum or the fog or whatever you want to call it off of the glass that is directly in front of you or the glasses that you're looking out of and the easier it is to see things. And so when someone says to me, like I meet a lot of people who have a lot of chaos and a lot of turmoil in their life. They might use drugs. They use alcohol as a coping mechanism quite a lot. They might overeat and they have all these destructive behaviors or self-sabotage patterns. And I say, come to one of my events and learn. They're like, I know people who don't need to learn this shit. And okay, cool. Go do what you want to do. And so they keep going off and they keep fucking up their life. They keep self-sabotaging. They keep self-destructing. Why? Because they're afraid of cleaning off that soap scum because what they know is what they see. And what they see out of their own eyes and what they see with their own brain makes them feel safe and comfortable. Yet at the same time, it causes most self-destruction. So either way, they're going to feel uncomfortable. They're going to feel uncomfortable having to work on themselves and they're going to feel uncomfortable having to live a life that is shit, that they don't enjoy, that they consistently self-sabotage, that they consistently beat themselves up. They've got all this internal chaos. They use drugs and alcohol and things like that to say, you know, well, alcohol doesn't affect me. Like I've got friends of mine, even my dad does it. He'll say, you know, I'm fine. I can have like three beers after work and it doesn't affect me. Yeah, it does. It's just so normal that you don't even know it. Like if you have a look at someone who walks, if you know human behavior, you watch someone who walks, most people have bad walking patterns. And if you watch runners, there are so many people I see running every day who have such bad running technique, yet they don't know any different until they end up with a severe injury. And then they go and see somebody and they do just enough to get out of pain. That's how most people live life, right? They'll just keep doing what they've always done. They don't think that there's any problem until the shit hits the fan and until they're in tons of pain. And then they make up excuses and they play the victim card. And, you know, maybe I'm just not meant to do this. But the truth is that you had a really bad pattern. You were just so unaware for so long. It took so much pain in order for you to wake up. And now that you're awake, you have to decide what you want to do. 
Do you want to play your victim card? Do you want to create some sort of story why you're not meant to achieve the things that you want and blah, 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 because now you're going to justify it? Or are you just going to go and shut down like most people do? How do you want to live life? And if you listen to someone's stories, they're like, you know, I used to be a great footballer, but then I fucked my back and now I can't play football anymore. Well, you can play football. It's just now you've got to go and do all the rehabilitation on your back in order to be able to do that because you've been playing in such a shit way for so long that you didn't even know. And that pain now is there in order to teach you what to fix, but you don't want to fix it. And so now you've got a story. You've got a cool story that now, you know, your career ended because of this and blah, blah, blah. No, it's just that there are a whole bunch of things that led to that situation. And that situation was a learning experience. You chose not to treat it as such. And so now you have a story about it and you tell everyone your story because it makes you feel safe. That's all it is. Finally, I just want to give you some takeaways and some implementables. If you really want to get clear on your purpose, look at what your daily actions demonstrate. You're already showing your values. If you spend three hours with the kids, then probably family or kids are a high value. If you spend seven hours at work, then something about work is important to you. If you're working in a creative job, creativity might be important to you. So you might not work for money, but you might work because you're creative. Some people go to work and you go, well, why do you work? And they go, you know, I hate my job. And I go, well, why do you work? And they go, oh, well, I need the money. So what they're really saying is that money is important to me. But then what I find is a lot of people, when they admit that to themselves, also feel guilty because someone else projected the values onto them, that money's not important, we shouldn't do whatever with money and blah, 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 and people who chase money are bad people, so they pretend like they don't work for money. They're like, you know, I just hate my job, I hate this, I hate that. Do you know how many guys and girls I know who go and work up in the mines, get paid amazing money, and then tell everybody that they hate their job? They've got exactly what they want, which is they go up there, they make a ton of money and they come home. So the truth is that they work for money. When they know that, then you just go, well, I'm just going up there to make money. That's it. And now you start to feel fulfilled in your job. Instead of most people go up there and they have this internal conflict, again, of implanted values. I don't really want to work. I don't really want to go up there, but the money is good and I've got all these bills to pay. And so now they have this internal dialogue and this craziness that goes on inside their own head where they try to justify to themselves of why they do the job, but they're fucked either way because they don't want to admit to themselves that they work for money because people who work for money are bad people according to somebody else that told them that when they were a child. So now they pretend that they're not working for money and so they complain about their job all the time yet they keep working in their job. So their life actually demonstrates their values, which is I love making money. That's one of their values. They love making money. Then they might come home and they spend a week with their family. And so because of that, family is a high value. So they have money and family is a high value. There's a lot of people out there who are like that. The implementables are look at what your daily actions demonstrate, number one. And number two is what do you consistently come back to and are you reliable in? There are times where I don't study for a week, especially if I've done a really intensive hard learning. Like if I've traveled overseas, and I've gone to courses and I've learned intensely for two to three weeks or even a week straight. I might come home and my brain's fried, but give it a week and I'll start reading books again and I'll start wanting to learn, I'll start craving learning. If I don't go to the gym for like two to three days, I start craving exercise. Why? Because I have a high value on exercise and physical appearance and physical performance. So because of that, I have to exercise. I can't go that long without it. You know, when someone's like, I can't wait to get away from the kids, like I'm going to go away for the weekend and they pack the car and they drive away and someone's looking after their kids. And later that night, they're sitting there thinking about their kids. And then like tomorrow they wake up and they're like, you know what? I just really want to go home and see the kids. Why? Because family are important to them or the kids are important to them. Your life is showing you, it's demonstrating what you value. And it's also demonstrating what your purpose is. If you ask yourself, well, now I know that I love going away for work. I love hanging out with cool people and cool friends. Why? Why is that important to me? Well, I love doing cool shit with cool people. Okay, cool. So now you've got your values and you're starting to get clear on your purpose. Well, you're starting to get clear on this stuff. And so you know now that part of your values are 
money, money and finances or wealth creation. And also you love hanging out with friends, but your purpose is to do cool shit with cool people. How do you do that? You do it with friends and you do it by spending money and making money. So now your purpose and your values start to interlink. And so now life becomes more streamlined because now you know why you do what you do. If you have someone who goes, my life demonstrate that I spend a lot of time with family. I spend a lot of time cooking. I spend a lot of time exercising at the gym. Why is that important to me? You now know that you probably have a high value of physical health or nutrition or healthy eating. And then you also have a high value on family. So you've got family and health and nutrition or whatever is maybe two of your high values. And then when you ask yourself, why is this important to you? And you go, well, because I want my family to feel nourished. Cool, there's your purpose. My purpose is to nourish my family and I have a high value of family and health and nutrition. There you go. See, everything starts interlinking. So when you work with a good coach or you go to an event where you've got someone who is highly skilled who is teaching it, you'll be able to see how your values link into your purpose and it will help you to be able to make really, really clear decisions in life you won't feel guilty as much. You won't self-sabotage. You won't self-depreciate. You won't lower your self-worth. Now, if you want to make more money and you're consistently self-sabotaging, beating yourself up, then you're also lowering your self-worth. And there's a direct correlation between self-worth and net worth. I mean, why are you going to make more money if you keep beating yourself up and feeling like you're worthless? If you're worth less, then you're always going to be worthless. And if you're worthless, you're always going to be worth less because you self-depreciate, you beat yourself up. You won't see your own value. And this is one of the greatest things around wealth creation. The faster you get clear with your purpose and your values, the more money you make because you'll know exactly what to do. Now, let's come back to that example of that mum now. So that mum who's nourishing her family, if she knows that that's her highest value and her purpose, what's the likelihood now when someone says, hey, let's go away for two weeks on a cruise. We're going to go away. There's heaps of food, there's heaps of alcohol. We go to go run them up. That decision is easy for that mother because she's going to sit there and go, well, hang on, my purpose is to nourish my family. Is this cruise going to nourish my family or is it going to be counterintuitive to that? Is it helping me to be a great mum by nourishing my family by good quality food, good nutrition and exercise? The answer is no. So that's easy. The decision-making process has now become so simple. Look, I would love to go on the cruise, but it's not for me. That's it. Job done. Whereas what most people who are unclear on their values and their purpose will do will go, yeah, let's go away. Then when they go away, their kids are eating shit, they're eating shit food. Now they feel guilty because they're fat. The kids are tired and cranky and snappy. Then they feel like a bad mom. And now you've got all this self-destruction and self-sabotage. Why? Because they didn't have clarity around their purpose and their values. The same as the person who goes up to the mines and works. We'll go back to that example. Now it's easy. They only work to make money so that they can go have cool experiences with their friends. Now that makes decisions easy because this person now is going to go start an exercise program and the exercise program has to be done at 5am in the morning where they're the only person at the gym. What's the likelihood they're going to be successful? Not high. Why? Because they're not hanging around with their friends. They want to go in an environment and train and exercise. So they've got a higher likelihood of going to the gym consistently if they have friends there. Now they can meet people and become friends or they can go to the gym with their friends. So if their friends said to them, hey, do you want to go to the gym? They'd probably go to the gym, but not because they really want to go to the gym, but because they want to hang out with their mates. So now that this person understands that they work so they can go have cool experiences with their friends or go do cool shit with cool people, which is their purpose, and they love friendship and they love making money, they're more likely to go to the gym if they feel like they're with friends and they're hanging out. And also if they still have the ability to go make money afterwards. So if they can figure out how it helps their career and if that gives them more energy and makes them feel better and they have the ability to earn more money by being healthier, then they'll go to the gym more. So this is all the stuff that we teach at Thrive Time. 
I hope that this helps River Mofos. I really wanted to spend a lot of time going through this because something that consistently comes up so much is how do I get clear with my purpose? Like I said, I've had conversations with people so many times who have gone and done all these other events, courses, read books, done all that stuff, and they still feel unclear with their purpose and they still don't understand their values. And what they think of their values aren't their values. They're implanted values from others because of their childhood. And so if you look at what they want in life and you look at their behaviors, they'll be disjointed. There'll be a lot of self-depreciating thoughts. There'll be a lot of self-sabotage. There'll be a lot of procrastination. So there is a lack of clarity. And so when I show them how I go through my methodologies and help them, they'll start to understand now how they can start to chip away all this stuff and get a lot clearer. And over time, you'll watch them start to find a groove and bang, they slip into it and whew, off they go. Life will become so much more fulfilling for them. They'll achieve so much more. They'll feel so much better. That's just how your purpose works and why it's so important. And it's probably something that most people haven't even considered is purpose and values. Unless you've been in the personal development industry or the personal growth industry, you hear it spoken about. But then the question is, has what you've implemented before worked? Because if it hasn't and you're not clear on it and you've still got those self-depreciations, beating yourself up, all of those sort of things, self-destruction, then it's probably not clear yet. And you've just got to tweak it a little bit play around with it, clarify some things, and also break away from the implanted values of others, which I use some other tools to do that as well. If you're loving this episode, please remember to review the podcast. If you're listening to this on our YouTube channel, please remember to subscribe. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Also make sure you follow us on whatever platform you're listening because I do upload these daily and it will pop up on your app as well to remind you that there's a new episode uploaded. So please make sure that you subscribe or follow along with whatever podcast platform you're listening to it on. Or if you're on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. Anyway, take care, Driven Mofos. Keep kicking huge goals and hopefully I'll see you at Thrive Time.